right. All right. I think we're live. Single focus. Hey, guys. Well, my name's Tyler Reeson. Welcome to Cruising the Planet. Uh, today is going to be more of a lax day because, uh, well, it's cold outside. I think cold is an understatement. Cold. <laughs> Dude, it's so cold outside. <laughs> the ground is literally frozen. My, oh man, my car was completely covered in ice. But, uh, we're just, we're just here with y'all today. We're just going to talk for a little bit and we're going to get off. We just wanted to say hi. Give y'all a little bit of state of the planet. Uh, seeing as things are, well, have been going downhill with the weather and all that kind of stuff. Though, I think, according to next week, it'll be, like, what, 70? For, like, one day, and then it drops back down to 50. Oh, gosh. Still, though, uh, un unnatural weather habits. Oh, for sure. Un unnatural. But, uh, that's us. That's me. That's it. Uh, what's been going on in your life, Kelly? That's a loaded question, isn't it? It's always a loaded question. It's always a loaded question. You know me. Come on. Uh. Um, now nah, let's see. I I mean, there's been a couple like interesting things, but nothing really like. I heard you got your game finally. I'm still beefing with GameStop over that. Uh. Mentally, not like an actual battle. I would fight GameStop if I could, though. Um, Send I my did. Strongly worded letter. You didn't make enough tarot cards. You know what sucks is I actually found the place where they're used in the game, and they're so cool. They're so cool. I want them so badly. I'm this close to just buying them on eBay for like fifty dollars. Hold on, hold on. This t the tarot card deck, on uh, the the real physical tarot card deck, is only fifty dollars. Only. Okay, look. For a limited time item that you don't have to purchase, it's a pre order bonus. You're not supposed to have to pay for it. Yeah, but they're custom in order for it, and they were not intended only to be bought separately. $50. So the word only $50 can't. Only $50. Okay, okay, look, in five years, they're going to be worth a lot more than $50. No, they're not. You, don't, you think there aren't enough Fire Emblem fans to make it, to make it go? Up in price? Probably not. Because, like, if people aren't buying them now for $50, they're not going to be sold for more if people aren't I th buying I them. Think that there's a, I think there's an audience for it. I'm, I'm telling obviously, you now, obviously most of the pre-order bonuses for past Fire Emblem games. Obviously, you're not that audience, Kelly. Yeah, because normally I don't have a problem with getting the pre-order bonuses. I have gotten the pins. I have gotten keychains. I have gotten fancy little character cards. But uh, no, what, you know, no tarot cards for you. But Kelly. no tarot cards for me. No, no special edition either. Despite the fact that I have gotten the special edition of every past Fire Emblem game since I started playing. So why not this time? It just it just didn't come in, or GameStop completely oversold the special edition of this game, and like hundreds of people just are getting downgraded to the regular edition. It's insane. They obviously, 
handled this release very poorly yes yes they did not think that fire emblem was that popular a brand and now they're wrong okay and here's my issue with that is because like fire emblem is one of nintendo's biggest franchises especially overseas in japan it's a huge franchise and it never picked up the same amount of steam here until three four years ago when three houses released it is the best-selling fire emblem game to date it brought so many people into being fans of the franchise and you can see that reflected in the mobile game has like the the player base has expanded greatly since three houses came out so like yeah they should have expected a little bit more for all of this because of the reach that three houses brought to fire emblem in a western audience yeah that's I'm trying to think of what to say here. It's really a big shame whenever things that are such a big uh, deal in other places come over here and they just don't receive the same kind of recognition. The mm-hmm. same thing kind of happened with One Piece in that it's it's huge. It's fundamental. I mean, not fundamental. It's phenomenal. Uh, it actually currently has outsold um, some of the biggest comic book names. I think it outsold Batman, if I'm correct. Um, and, uh, but when it comes to Western and America, it's a, it was by far the, the least of the three, um, for the, for its time being like, like the big three. Yeah. Out of the big yeah, three. Okay. For the, you just specify that, that. Yeah. You're right. You're right. I should have said the big three. And for those that don't know, that's one piece, Naruto and bleach. Yes. Bleach. I mean, Hmm. It's that is who they are. I know. You, They're not my big three. Well, yeah, but that's a that's a personal big three, and you can have that. But canonically, canonically, ca- that's a real life thing. That's not. No, they are. If you look up the big three, yeah, I and know. It's an no, anime no. term. No, 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 I know that. They and are I know the exactly. big three. I, I'm just making a joke about like that's not my big three because that was like a whole meme on TikTok for a while where it's just like, no, this is this is the big three. It, it's not like, oh, what was it? Whatever. It was a whole meme on TikTok for a while, but no, canonically is not the right word to use when you're talking about real life. Okay, maybe not, but I think seeing as we're talking about manga and anime i think i can use this word i think you're just covering up for a freudian slip i think you might be right but i don't care and i'm gonna and i'm gonna use the word i just noticed the one piece shirt no wonder you're shelling out for one piece this is actually just one of the few long sleeve shirts i have and i i thought we were still gonna talk about anime today and animation so i thought why not wear my one piece shirt uh here guys look at it you got the the main Jolly Roger, and you got the rest of them on my arm. Hmm. So so yeah, I am going to talk about One Piece just for a little bit. Same way you're going to talk about Fire Emblem. But I could talk more about Fire Emblem than you could about One Piece. Probably, but your memory is a little bit better than mine. Fair enough. I, I store every stupid little detail in here yeah this is a trap but only for things that i care about but but for only fire emblem and anime yeah you know what you got me there no but uh i don't know i find it a criminal shame that a one piece as big as it has gotten still hasn't quite gotten the acclaim it deserves and i understand that obviously it's gotten a little too big for its britches now the barrier to entry 
for One Piece at this point is going to bar so many people from ever watching or reading it. It is a anime that requires dedication to even start because you want to finish the East Blue arc before before fully making your judgment. And the problem is with that is that that's 52 episodes and that's a lot. That's a whole anime. That's that's almost two anime actually. But it's about the same as Full Metal Alchemist. I understand. It's Every time dis- you talk about One Piece, it's just... It's the storytelling devices that are used. It's the fact that uh, the main character in the, f- in the East Blue arc who... Okay, I was thinking about this the other day. Who do you think is the most important character in the East Blue arc? I would guess and this is the fir- and this is the first. I would I don't know any of their of, names. I don't know first. any of their names. I would guess it's the guy with the red vest and the straw hat or the green-haired guy that everybody is absolutely just down bad for on Tumblr. Okay. That is a good answer. That is Luffy. Luffy is the main character of the show. However, for the East Blue arc, which encompasses the very first episode to like episode 50, I would not say that those two are the most important character. Despite this being the very introduction to the show. Yeah, those are the only two I know. That's fine. I would personally argue that it's Nami, who is... We don't even know her name until, like, episode three. But we see her in, like, the background, and we see her um, stealing things from other people. And it... Slowly but surely into the show, we learn a little bit more about her, what what her motivations are, and why she does the things she do. And by the end of the East Blue Arc, we, uh, we know this character a lot better, and we're able to... The crew is able to work together to... It's hard to put it in good words. I don't know how I would best describe it, but... It drives emotional it drives an emotional point because the story has taken its time to get to know this character that has taken all this time to get to know this character that when these characters are willing to do this thing for this person that they think that they that what seems like these characters have very little attachment to her they they're they're just willing to throw down their lives for it for them because they believe that they're friends And that is, and it is after that arc that I think is the best time to make a, is this the anime? Is this something that I want to commit more time to? Because if that... 52 episodes is still a huge commitment. It is a big commitment, but it's a lot less of a commitment than the entire anime. (laughs) I mean, yeah, but like, I could watch things that I know that I'll enjoy. Have you, have you watched, have you watched Full Metal Alchemist? No. Really? Not, not either one of them? That, that, I just never a, got around to it. That is a that is a shame. Full Metal the Alchemist. soundtracks are really good. Okay, yeah, they are really nice. Um, but uh, that's supposed to be like a cornerstone for anime people. I've never been traditional with that. And okay, that's fine. That's fine. I like what I like. I don't really care about you what's can, popular. You that's that's your preference. You're allowed to be like that. Um, it's just. 
it is one of those anime that that if you consider yourself an anime fan, typically you want to watch it. Yeah, I mean it's on my list. I'll get to it eventually. You will. How much do you know about Fullmetal Alchemist? Um, I once got a plot summary of it at like five in the morning with one of my friends, completely against my will. So like, more than you would think. Okay. Yeah. That was a night. We were just playing Overwatch. Okay. We were just playing Overwatch. She was just like, hey, do you want to hear about something? And I was just like, why not? It is a generally good anime, and it does deserve its praise. Um, for those who don't want to commit the time to it, all right, that's your that's your prerogative. Is that Was that the correct word? Yes. Okay, that's your, that's your prerogative. I'm not going to blame you for choosing what you want. I personally, it was one of the first anime that I decided to get look into whenever I decided that I wanted to look more into this medium. And I, I even started with okay. the original versus Brotherhood. Here's here's my thing is like when you're talking about long form things like that because the longest anime that I've watched was it was almost 200 episodes. Mm-hmm. It was a baseball anime. And it okay. was very good. It's one of my favorite things ever. I'm patiently waiting for season 4 to come out because the manga series finished um I think last November or December. Um, it's one of my favorite ones of all time, but I'll admit it took me an entire summer to get through it because it just, when you're talking about like things that are that long, it just drags in certain places. That is the nature of it. Okay. Like when you're talking about super long form content like that, it's just, it's, you can't avoid it dragging in some places. Yeah. I can't deny that either. Even in, there are certain parts in one piece and I'm not, okay. I'm going to say that. I don't think, uh, Full Metal Alchemist I mean, does, but it, One Piece definitely does I think drag. Full even Metal in. Alchemist is like a little bit of an exception to that, it because is. they they were like Brotherhood was able to learn from the faults of the first one. Yeah, I can't. I I personally can't say if the original does that because it's been so long since I've watched it. Yeah. But I can definitely say that Brotherhood definitely doesn't, or I don't believe it does. Yeah, but like, it, just think about it in perspective like this: if a one hundred and seventy something episode anime about baseball drags in a couple places where there's pretty consistent action action happening all the time how is a 1000 plus episode anime not gonna drag it's just, oh are you kidding it's definitely gonna drag yeah and I, like that's that's the issue i have i i prefer like you prefer short form and all that kind of not stuff. even that because one of my favorite series is bungo stray dogs which is like super long running it, like the fourth season of it just started but like fourth it's, season it's it's concise that's long running I mean, yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's not all of it's like short form. My favorite anime manga series ever is Haikyuu. That's 45 volumes of content right there. They're, they just finished season four. What is it? I think 2020. Um, and they're coming out the movies this year. So like, it's just, I just like stepped on the cord of those headphones and it like almost <laughs> ripped it off my head. Um, it's just one of those things. It's, it's not even that. It's just shorter. Not like short. Like I'm, I'm not exclusively watching 12 episode animes. <laughs> Um, but just like shorter. The the twelve and the twenty fours are the the twenty four episode seasons and then the seasons take a couple of years to come out in between them so that way you know their quality. Yeah. That's that's my preferred thing. I'm looking at you, Jujitsu Kaisen. <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. I don't know. I think I think that certain stories are gonna because 
I don't know if there's a good way to put this. For all its faults, and One Piece does have a lot of them, it does drag. Um, I think it does a good job of not dragging a lot. Um, especially not at the beginning. Um, there are parts that do drag. Um, but normally the payout is worth the wait. And for a story like One Piece, which does a lot of, hey, remember this thing that happened before? It's coming back later. It does a lot of that. So, like, mm -hmm. if you ever watch something like Dorara or uh, a certain scientific railgun, something like that. Yeah. I they do. They One Piece does that in a, in a very interesting way. It does its own kind of form fashion. Yeah. I'm also just, like, incredibly picky about the things that I do, like, watch and read it's weird it it's a whole thing but um we all have our own taste i'm not gonna i will say one piece to me is kind of like star wars in the sense that i can be a very spiteful person and there are some things that i will refuse to do out of spite and star wars is one of those things because every time uh you kind of make a mention where it's just like oh i don't know what that is or oh i've never seen it just like some really just like innocuous like whatever most of the time people's reaction is going to be like oh my god you have to come over to my place we'll binge all of them at once and it makes me hate it it does and every yeah. time every time i get a reaction like that when i mention that i've never watched star wars it just adds another like star wars and lord of the rings right no i've seen lord of the rings i like lord of the rings well lord of the rings but they're I, i'm just i just mean that like those two kind of go in the same vein of if you have if you consider yourself a nerd and you haven't seen these movies you're gonna you're gonna watch these now. <laughs> yeah, I find Lord of the Rings people less like that, but like yeah, every time someone has that Lord kind of, of reaction, Rings is a bit longer, so I guess there's a bit more uh, understanding. <laughs> every time someone has that kind of reaction when I talk about Star Wars like that, it just adds on another like year that I'm just never gonna watch Star Wars. One Piece is very similar to me like that because like I'll mention that I like manga or anime or something like that and people are just like, oh my god, have you seen One Piece? And then they like, adamantly try to convince me to watch it and why it's the peak of like whatever and I'm just like, okay, okay well that's another like... I'm not going to say it's peak. What I am going to say is that it does deserve its its claim. It's it deserves its recognition, sure, yeah. but like... It, it is what it is for a reason. It has very good storytelling yeah. and... Though some of it is definitely childlike, it has done a very well job of growing with its audience. That's good, at least. That's actually an admirable thing to do, like, as an author or a mangaka. Yeah. Because, like, we got to remember that this this show literally came out when I was born. That makes it... Yeah. Well, that definitely makes it older than you. That makes it I, a little older than me. That's 24 years today. Uh... Oh, happy birthday, by the way. Thank you. Um, but, uh, oh gosh, where was I? But, so, that's a lot of, that's a, that's a big time difference from something that was intended for, like, young, young male audiences that's, like, 10, I guess, to now this generation is 30. So now he has had to add more interesting plot to it. It's more, it's no longer just a battle shown, and there's also, like, governmental stuff and i'm i'm probably doing exactly what people are doing <laughs> so i'm gonna apologize for that you do it a lot actually i, I try not to anymore because i don't want to i don't want to turn you off from it so i've tried to be less 
But it is hard not to gush about it because it is, it I'm is a good series. I'm messing with you. Okay. I'm messing with you. It's really not that serious. When you talk about it, it more or less comes across like, oh, I really like this thing and not, oh my God, I really like this thing. So now you have to really like this thing. No, I won't do that to you because I know that you won't do that. I have done it with my friends because I can force them to sit down and I watch I mean, it yeah, though. you can always bully your friends into <laughs> liking your interests. Yeah. That's always morally correct. I have, I have on more than one occasion, uh, sat down with my friends to watch, uh, anime and television. And then we kind of just casually watch the next episode of One Piece. <laughs> no, I can't. Um, I have, I have forcefully made some of my friends play Fire Emblem. Mm-hmm. So, like, I get it. It's always morally okay to bully your friends into liking the things you like. Not, like, seriously, seriously. Don't don't take that as an endorsement. Okay. But, like, it's always morally correct. You know what? Speaking of Fire Emblem and leaps in storytelling, I want to talk about something for a hot second, right? Go for it. Okay. So the new Fire Emblem Engage just came out. It's called, it's called Engage. I haven't finished the game yet. I'm kind of close to the end. Right now I'm just, like, support grinding and, like, level farming and whatever. And... There, there's a lot of pros and cons to the game itself. Um, I have some very large criticisms of it, but there are a lot of aspects of it that I like as well. Yeah, there's always you got to take the good and the bad. One thing I'm not sure I'm the biggest fan of is the leap in storytelling from the last mainline game to this one. So the last mainline Fire Emblem game that came out was Three Houses, which was admittedly a very divisive game because... It was the first one released on the Switch, other than Warriors, which is a spinoff title, and Tokyo Mirage Sessions, which was um, a crossover with uh, Shin Megami Tensei. And that was a whole thing. Very good game, actually. You should play it. Um, it's a whack game, uh, but it's I'll so look good. Into it. Um, so it was the first one that came out on the Switch um, after the. Th- 3DS kind of got phased out and everything and because of the popularity of the Switch it brought in like a ton of players and so you also had people who were completely new to the franchise as a whole playing this game and it was a little bit different than a lot of the previous games which is fine it's a franchise they're allowed to explore and kind of innovate in the thing which they're doing the same kind of thing with Engage they're still like innovating on the actual gameplay of it and they've introduced some mechanics that I do very much enjoy in this game and others that I'm not the biggest fan of but they add in settings to kind of like they change the way you move around the map and whatever but like you can go into your settings and change it back to classic which i did almost immediately um i hit the cord again i think it's stuck under my chair i'm just gonna stop moving my foot that hurt Uh, actually did you Um, also hear that thing in your in your ear yeah oopsie sorry about that i was i was Um, like what was that (laughs) (laughs) um so there's a lot of issues with it but um to basically explain one of the biggest things i don't like about engage is one of the overarching topics of fran or of fire emblem like as a franchise is there's always going to be what's called divine dragons which are basically their dragons are called manakeets they live for hundreds of thousands of years they're basically godlike beings and almost every fire emblem game you're going to end up fighting god god is a dragon it's a whole thing it's a typical jrpg hey boys let's save the village last chapter let's fight god it's a JRPG staple. It's it's anime in general. Um, so you have like <laughs> divine dragons, which is like what happens in the very first game. And then you have a lot of offshoots. So in the Binding and Blazing Blade, you have like demonic dragons and whatever. In a couple of the games, you have like a fell dragon, which are like the opposite of divine dragons. And that's like the focus of Engage. Is um, Demon pl- dragons? No. Demon dragons are in 7 and 8 
we're talking about fell dragons. Fell dragons. Yeah, they're basically like demon dragons. <laughs> they're, it's different. It's different. I promise it's different. Fell dragons and demonic dragons are different. There's okay. a difference. <laughs> there is a difference. It's 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 uh, demons and fiends Pretty from much. D&D. Yeah. One, one's lawful evil. The other one's chaotic evil. Exactly. Um, so w- would, since um, Shadow Dragon and the Blade of Light and Awakening... Um, avatar characters have been very popular for like the Fire Emblem mainline games so normally you're playing like as a character in it and you're kind of following them. Three Houses did it where you were making a lot of decisions that one was kind of an outlier a lot of the time it's just you're following around like and playing as this one character and so for this one the model is called Alir. You can name them anything different you can pick a male or a female one it's fine. Alir. I don't know it's French I think Uh. Um, and Alir is the child allure, of the divine dragon monarch Lumera, and it's a whole thing. Um, so basically, everyone in the game goes around calling you like divine one or like the divine dragon, and you're basically revered as a god by all of these characters. It's a whole thing. It's oh, it, and and there's this plot twist that happens, and everybody's still just like, oh, divine one. I couldn't care because it's you. It's they're literally they worship you like a deity. It's not my favorite especially because i actually like what three houses did with it with its story which had a very overarching thing as like a critique of religions and cults as a whole because at the center of the conflict in three houses you have the church of saros and one of the countries because there's three countries on the continent and whatever one of them wages war on the church because they know the truth of like what the church is hiding in the history of the continent and it's a whole thing it's really dark and i actually don't yeah. want to spoil it because it's a very that, good game that god is a dragon um goddess was a dragon that too the goddess sothis it's a whole thing and so they wage war on it and you're playing as a professor who was at the uh school that the church was like hosting at the center of the continent or whatever and there's three countries there's three lords and three characters you have to choose between. You have to choose one of the countries and it takes you on a split. There's four paths. You can either side with one country, the second, the, the one that's waging war, or you can side with the church itself. And it's a whole thing. But basically, the avatar that you're playing as is the vessel for the goddess of the, you know, the divine dragon. You are the vessel for this goddess. You essentially... She talks to you in your head. You have all of her power. It's a okay. whole thing. So how does... Well, apologies that I have lost the topic that we were discussing. But this is something that's different about this game than the previous game? Yes. It's, it's a very different take on what's happening than, okay. than like the rest of the franchise. There, There's a couple different things like... In Awakening, you play as Robin, who gets possessed by the fell dragon. Okay. And that's a whole thing. The divine dragon of that world, Naga, sends Lucina, who is like, you know, the one of the so big faces comes, of the franchise back in time to stop everything that from happening. Um, Corinne in Fates is like the child of a demonic dragon, I think. Anikos is a demonic dragon. He is some sort of dragon. He goes crazy. Corinne is his child. That's a whole thing. Cool. So there's normally some sort of connection, but it's never been, hey, you're the vessel for this, for this god, for this dragon, whatever. So it's something that's different. And so basically you have the power of this god. You basically become this god incarnate. 
And even with all of that power, you still cannot fix everything. You cannot unite everyone. You cannot solve the conflict other than by fighting and hurting someone in the process. It's a little harrowing, to be honest. It's it's got a lot of intricate aspects of the critiques of this religion and of how a, a god's power is not all-encompassing. And then the next mainline title directly is like, oh, you're the divine dragon, you are a god, you can unite everyone no matter what. Oh. It just takes all of that, like, not niche, what is the word I'm thinking of? Nuanced. It takes all of the nuanced kind of aspects of Three Houses yeah, and its where, critique on godhood and throws origi- it completely out the window. Where the original game that you were talking about is more about having all this power and still not being able to accomplish the things you want with it. Yeah. This new one goes ahead and tells you that you can do whatever you want. You you, you are this thing. You are, you, you are the high and mighty and you can have whatever you want with it and with no consequences. Yeah, pretty much. Which is a which is a big slap in the face for people that really enjoy the intricate storytelling of something. And which, like, which is, I'll be I the first to that. admit, Three Houses was not perfect, and it had a lot of issues with its writing. But yeah. the nuances of that aspect of it specifically were good, and it just feels like taking one step forward, five steps back, going from Three Houses to Engage, despite the fact that I do like Engage's gameplay so much more than Three Houses. It's it's actually like a really fun game to play. I'm like 50 hours in. And it's We're talking not, about the new one, right? Yeah. It's not my favorite Fire Emblem, not by a long shot, and maybe that'll change when I play the final chapter and like finish out the game or whatever. But it's it's good. I like it. I don't I don't dislike the game. I have a lot of critiques on it, but like I'm happy that I bought oh, yeah. it. I'm having fun playing it and like that's what matters, right? I do agree fun and joy is kind of the point of our of these mediums that we've been talking about if you're not enjoying it why are you spending time on it yeah but it's nice to have those extra story bits like it's nice to have it's nice to have good writing in your medium that helps um enhance your experience yeah there you go that's that's the correct line of words to explain what we're talking about i just wish the story aspect of engage wasn't so basic because it is it's very it's very cheesy which i don't mind the cheesiness of it but like it's also i think maybe they should have they should have they should have changed from something that wasn't quite so similar to the previous game that they they saw the success of it and all this kind of stuff and they were like okay uh so let's just change the story a little bit and give them what they what what they think they the people yeah. want and i also think it's just especially a slap in the face because um fire emblem warriors three hopes came out last june which was a uh, it was basically a continuation but also like an alternate universe take on what happens in three houses um and it, it explores similar ish concepts without the godhood aspect of it, of this person having all of this power and trying their best to do everything that they can to help in the situation, but it still feels very hopeless. Yes. Which is ironic for a game called Three Hopes. <laughs> I just like pointing that well, out. Well, you only got three of them. And 
Three Hopes, um, it's a Warriors, so it's like a Dynasty Warriors, like hack and slash. It's not like at all like a Fire Emblem game. Which but is it has, traditionally uh, turn-based, if I'm correct, right? Yeah, turn-based, grid. It's it's virtual chess, basically. Um, Advanced chess, let's go. And I will say, I think Three Hopes, I think, has, like, I like it. I like the story of Three Hopes more than I like the story of Three Houses, which feels controversial to say because the story of Three Hopes is not finished. Um... Basically, they make the protagonist of Three Houses, um, the like one of the antagonists of Three Hopes, and they don't want to portray them in too bad of a light. So a lot of the roots in Three Hopes just end up kind of half finished because they didn't know how to end it without making the protagonist of Three Houses look bad. Well, and it, they could have done the whole uh, hero turned villain in a way. You know, that's always a. They're not even really a hero. They were a mercenary. Okay, anti-hero like, turned yeah. villain. How's that? But, so there's that, and but Engage was supposed to be for the 30th anniversary. It's why yeah. you have all of the lords from the past games appearing as gameplay mechanics. It was supposed to be an anniversary celebration, but COVID had it delayed until 2023, and so it was supposed to come out right after Three Houses, but before Three Hopes came out. And I feel like it would have been better, but you just get two games back to back of exploring similar concepts on a critique of power and all that and then this game is just like actually just kidding like hey all that stuff we did before no forget about it anyways that's my rant about fire emblem i have more to say but i feel like getting into nitty-gritty details that nobody knows what i'm talking about might just bore people we do need to wrap it up yeah it is about that time guys yeah we're keeping it short today we are so, uh, for all those out, we still have music. I believe we st- we're still playing music on the air. Uh, on KXTR. We're, we're still, we still have the music on KXTR. Um, if you have DJ training and you're watching, which you probably don't, aren't, uh, training will probably be on hold until Monday. Monday. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, want to thank you all for showing up today for this, uh, shorter stream than normal. Just Kelly and I, Randon. Random might not actually be here next week. Uh, it might just be me next week. It might It might just be. In which case, you're all subjected to only Fire Emblem for a straight hour. Oh, no. We're going to have to not be here for that. But anyways, thank you all for showing up for today. And I uh, appreciate you all being here and listening to our state of the planet and uh, and ramblings of why why doesn't anime and games have better audiences in western and in western civilization maybe if the merchandise was easier to acquire and you didn't have to pay 30 dollars shipping for one item yeah maybe all right guys we'll see y'all next week hopefully and uh thank y'all for your time bye we don't have music today unfortunately so we're just gonna we're just gonna end it here if i knew how to hum the song i would i think it'd be really funny if i did that do, 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 that's the wrong song. All right, bye.